Okay, it's recording. Okay, so it's chat splat time, and we need a subject. Okay. Have you got one in mind? Um, I haven't really, have you? Can I suggest shoes? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Let's shoes. Okay. Ooh, okay. Yes. So, I used to work for a shoe retailer when I was at uni. One of the jobs I had was working for Shoe City. Oh. Do you remember that brand, Shoe City? I do. Was it like a white shop front with... Oh, I don't remember the styling at all. Oh, oh okay. I remember well, working in, in the shoes, though. What's it like? Because it's working with people's feet. Yeah, it's not so bad. You, you didn't have to really see and touch people's feet. We, we did do measuring for kids' feet. Okay. We had training. You know, we, we had proper training and all of that. And um, we actually went down to Clark's as well, and they, they did the training for us. And we went went down to see concept stores and all sorts of things. So it was really exciting because it's quite a new brand. When I went to work at this one, um, it's on fairly new retail park. So you get an idea of how many years ago I went to university. Retail parks were a novelty. Okay, in Stoke. <laughs> in Stoke, yeah. Okay. And uh, I, I really enjoyed it. So your, your job was um, stacking up the boxes of shoes, replenishing them, going into the warehouse. But I did quite a lot of work on the tills as well. So I quite enjoyed the till work. How long did you do that for? Just for the year that I was doing my master's degree. So Was that your first Saturday job or did you no. have one? What did no, you no. have as a Saturday job before? Oh, no, I've had a few, few jobs. My very first job was working for a local hotel doing his um, bookkeeping. I was 15. What, as a, as a Saturday job? Uh, or as a Tuesday after school job. Wow. Um, and then I worked at Superdrug and I worked at the baked potato place as well. So this, this is way down the line, Shoe City. Gosh. But uh, yeah, and we, we got access to a discount for shoes as well. So that was very good. I, I've always loved my shoes. You see the shoes I'm wearing today? They're silver. Yeah, silver and fluff, fluffy, frilly, frilly, well, not frilly, it. but not fluffy, crinkly, flouncy, flouncy. Yeah, <laughs> they're obvious. They're, yeah, <laughs> you notice them. You notice them. So I did. I did really enjoy that job, and uh, that that was a good year's work experience for me. I think because I had, well, I started off. I had. Um, I used to deliver the ad mag. I don't know if you had that in Stoke, but it was like a penny paper, a free paper. I used to deliver those after school. That was my first. What shoes did you wear when you delivered your paper? Um, I think I just wore, I don't know, whatever I was, whatever I was allowed to wear. Because <laughs> you wear some good shoes now. So when did your taste for good shoes come into? Effect? I think it started when I realised that I couldn't really walk in heels anymore. I couldn't really walk in heels anymore. I've always liked shoes. Yeah. I've always loved them. The trouble is, I take a size eight. Yeah, and so most shoes you see a shoe and you you think oh they look lovely and then you say have you got these in an 8 they never used to have them in an 8 when I was a kid you know it yeah. was like oh so there was limited choice go to the men's section go to the men's <laughs> section and wear Dr Martin's 8 are quite easy to come by now now it's yeah. easier so I have more choice therefore I can choose some of the things that I like um, but very often, by the time it's got up to a size eight, it looks like a gondola and it's <laughs> lost its appeal, you know? So you decided you couldn't wear heels. Yeah. And so decided you better go for something stylish to make up the fact so, that you're not going to wear heels. Something a bit funky. So now, I, 
ridiculous. The idea of wearing a red pair of shoes. So I wear, I like fly, London Fly. Love They're fly my shoes, yeah. favourites. So um, we did have the same pair of shoes for a while. It was like a uniform for the radio. Wasn't yes, it? the yeah. black, the black one. I've got, yeah, I've got a few pairs of their boots now. See, wedges are brilliant when you can't wear heels because exactly. you get the effect of a heel, but without the pain. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't need the height because I'm quite tall. Oh, that's a good point. But, I um, but yeah, they're just funky. They're just stylish. They're they're fun. Um, and I've stopped trying to make my feet look like they're not a size eight. It's like, well, they are. And if I had a size three foot, well, I'd topple over. Good point. Good point. <laughs> and do you select your shoes? So you're going to see um, a new client. Do you base it from your shoes first and match your outfit to it? Or do you do outfit and then look for shoes to go with it? It depends. I'm at a stage now where most of my shoes are... I could wear any of them. I wear quite a lot of colour. Yeah. So I've got a teal pair of shoes, a red pair of shoes, a grey pair of shoes, you know. Um, but it's funny because when I have a, if we're going somewhere, I say to my husband, what shall I wear? And he said, what shoes are you going to wear? So we start with that. Okay. But I have got a pair of heels that I wear for work. They're a beautiful green shoe. Um, and if I want to feel just up on my game yeah. a little bit, then I, I can still wear those and they make me feel a bit more, I want to say corporate, a bit more grown up, <laughs> you know? So if you go in, if I was going to pitch. To yeah, see, I, I think that's where I might be struggling. I don't have any real grown up shoes. I've got quite distinctive shoes. You've got a pair of shoes that don't even match and that's a pair. Yeah, I love those shoes. So they're, they're from a company called Hot Chocolate and I think the defining style of of their shoes is that none of the shoes match they're they're styled in to be similar so you haven't got like one that's completely a different style to the to the other one but the left foot has got a flowery pattern all over it and the the right one has got just a bit of the flowery pattern on it i wore them last night actually i love those shoes but i do often get people going oh did you know you've got odd shoes on a woman it concerns people. A woman that I network with um, quite regularly. Um, she's uh, she runs a travel agency, and they they win a lot of awards. Um, hello, Claire from Peaks Travel, if you're listening. Um, and last year, so basically, it's like, what award are they going to win next? And last year, she went down to an awards dinner, and she managed. She obviously has a lot of evening shoes. She managed to pack an odd pair of oh, shoes. No. Like they were both sort of evening knee sandals, but they weren't a pair. Oh no! And I, well, that would have just freaked me out completely because I'd have been like, "Oh my goodness, what am I going to do?" She just went out and bought another pair of shoes. Oh, that's fair enough. But yeah, um, yeah my mum sent me a text message um, a couple of years ago, and she was on holiday. And she said, um, "This is my shoe choice for the weekend." I went, "Oh, which, which pair are you going to wear?" She went, "No, this is my shoe choice," and she'd packed two different shoes. <gasps> yeah. Easy done, I suppose. Yeah. Again, she just went out and bought a new pair, so she was in that lucky position that she could. You mentioned Clark's. Um, so Clark's Village is, it's like well, it's an outlet village now, yeah. but it's near a place called Street in Somerset. Yeah. And they've got, like, the shoe museum there. Yeah. Um, and once upon a time, Clark's shoes were, like, top-notch, weren't they? They were... Oh, yeah. They were a serious the, When brand. I went to school, the, the school shoes really Clark's. wanted Clark's yeah, shoes. and yeah. they were expensive. Yeah. And yet, over the years, they've they've become a bit more um, accessible. It used to be, yeah. you know, you'd, you'd really splash out. You can actually get quite 
reasonably priced Clark shoes now. So they must have changed their business model. Yeah. To, to I don't know, to combat stuff that's coming in from overseas. I want to go to that shoe museum. I think that would be really good. Um, interesting fact. Well, I think it's interesting. There we go. I'll let you judge for yourself. Is that I, I come from a long line of shoemakers. Oh. So on my dad's mum's side of the family, the Allports, there are about seven generations of shoemakers. Cobblers. <laughs> Indeed, yes. Um, they're from Utoxeter area, okay. Staffordshire. And the shoemaker. And so that got me looking into what sort of shoes were around. But I think maybe I should go to the to shoes. the shoe museum. Yeah. Yes, yeah. They've got they've got like the oldest shoe that they made, and a lot of it is around Clark Clark's history. But so they won't have any Allport history there, then. Probably not. No, but they might have worked there. The Allports yeah. might have worked. Yeah, at Clark's. Yeah, but they were—I mean, massive employer. I mean, I, th- I don't know that they actually employ that many people in that area now, because as I say, the whole of the factory is, has been, or a lot of the factory space has been given over to this Outlet Village, um, which has got you know Dartington and Denby and all of the, all of the usuals. But um, we like shoes then. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I didn't used to because I used to see them as an inconvenience. But, yeah, uh, and difficult to find for you. Yeah, but. but now I like them, and they cover up feet, which I don't like. <laughs>